Okay, you cannot give me shit for Deep Rising or any other fucking 90s bullshit film I bring up and talk about a film that goes to fucking space with a rocket strapped to it. Shut up. Just, that's... Okay, okay. In all fairness, I find both of them stupid. Fuck off. The, that, that scene is like the second coming of Citizen Kane, mate. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Nathan Hennessy. And welcome back. Jordan Garcia. Hello. And making his long-awaited return, Mr. Uneven Portrait Frames. Portrait Frames? Picture Frames. Adam Ryan. Back by absolutely no one's demand. I'm here once more. Here I am. And they're not. Look, they're it's even. Good to have you back. I feel like I've, I've proven this to you before. That you need to get out the spirit level. I will, just to prove a point. You know, they they literally made a game about your problem, Adam. It's called Get Even. Good game. Good game. How dare you? Someone's definitely. It is. Happy you know, to be back. I I have you know played the whole thing, but what I did play I actually enjoyed. Yeah. No thanks. Mr. Ryan, how uh, how are you feeling? You you are out with the dirty, dirty yep. spicy cough. I was out with the vid. Um, I'm fine now. I honestly was was pretty okay. I just felt like I had a cold. I definitely didn't have it anywhere near as bad as everyone else. But unfortunately, my my job is literally just talking to people, and I was coughing once every few seconds, so that didn't make for a very good listen. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of sat around the house for four days, then got back to work. So nothing too much to report. Unfortunately, I, I spent like 14 days in the house, though, because uh, Key had it and I was a close contact, so I couldn't leave. And then the day that she was cleared to go is when I tested positive. So it was like the, the longest amount of time that I could have spent inside is what I did. But that's OK. I'm out now in the back in the wild. That. That means that you are officially eliminated from the well-played COVID. I'm Royal so Rumble. disappointed. I'm genu- <laughs> I was devastated. I've got uh, a couple of mates that their partners got it and they were in the house with them and they didn't get it. And I was like, yeah, we're immune boys. That's it. We're just immune. And then I fucking, I've, I've fallen. I've fallen on hard times. Well, you, you, you spoke yep. too soon. Yep. There shouldn't be, there wouldn't be many left. It'd be me, KS... Maybe Mark? I, I technically haven't tested positive yet. I thought you I've did get been, it. No, we've been over this <laughs> at least twice. Tell me a third time. Yeah. So I was unwell and got a test. It was negative. That was the end of the oh. story. I don't know why. <laughs> well, why do I think that you've Just, That one's stuck. I don't know. Yeah, right. Well, oh. I think it's because of the proximity to the wedding and, you know, everyone that goes to weddings is automatically positive. That's it. Yeah. No, Nathan's still in play. Going to be... Uh, Probably for not much longer. Exciting yeah. year. Exciting year. See who comes well, out. Well, we're in May. Yeah, so we're almost at the halfway mark. I just can't believe how many people in Tassie are just... It's just... It's, it's rampant. 
We uh we hold COVID parties. It's almost like it's a pandemic or something. Mm. Tassie is a fucking pandemic. Well, Tassie, Tassie, Tassie does get things about one or two years after <laughs> everyone else does. So I guess it makes a bit of sense. And once it's stopped being cool, we you know we have a Nando's. It it's crazy. Unreal. Oh, did they, did they ever move Nando's up north? I remember people used to travel from the north of the state to the south of play two and a half hour drive just to Genuinely, get Nando's. There is a Nando's that is scheduled to go into Launceston in like eight months and people are fucking frothing it. It's, it's so like Nando's is fine. Let's be real. It's okay. But they are. Is there a yeah, Krispy Kreme yet? Mate, I reckon Krispy Kreme. Was it? Now, they make still... more money not being in the state than they would if they brought it to the state. 100%. If you ever want a good time, sit in the Launceston airport and count how many boxes of Krispy Kremes yep. go through that bastard. It is unreal. I, I think Krispy Kremes are under cartel, <laughs> like exclusively out of Tasmania. I believe it. I would genuinely believe it. All the books do, are very black down south. <laughs> is uh, get past that beagle and she's... She's so good. <laughs> Strong border defense we have down got here. Any under, got any undeclared goods? Uh, all right, let's get, um, let's get into it. Nathan and Jordan, how are you guys? Been a, been a week since I've heard from you, seen you? A whole seven or so days, hasn't it been? Oh, my goodness. The weather's gotten a bit cold. My mm. uh, cat's following me around the house at the moment, trying to suck every bit of last, last bit of warmth out of me. So it's definitely, we're moving into snugger weather. Nice. My fingers get very cold in the winter. I can tell that, it, that the times are changing, that the weather is changing, because right in the, like, the very tips of my fingers, it's like a permafrost. lasts like yeah, right. a good four months, just can't knock it. Really? There you go. Throws me off my game. That's why I don't play multiplayer. I've got to tap out <laughs> half the year. Oh, yeah, that's why you don't play multiplayer. You're, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you hibernate from uh, multiplayer games in the winter, do you? Just my fingy tips. Yeah. <laughs> that is odd. My Jordan, APM you? goes way down. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm alright, still fixing my sleeping patterns, so, you know, absolutely fucked in that regard. Nice. But aside from that, yeah, not Shout too bad. Out. You know what you should get? You should get a Huawei, uh, GT3 smartwatch that actually tracks your sleep. Not a Hawaii? Go to Hawaii <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> yes, Gomo. Uh... All right, let's uh, let's talk. Actually, just very, very, very quickly. This is probably more something for off topics, but let's get it out of the way. Did anyone watch the debate the other night? I didn't watch all that. I watched uh, little parts of it. Hilarious. Nah, I've, t- I've taken a bit of pity on myself because um, I normally do a fair bit of like to try and stay on top of the day to days of the politics. But as soon as the election cycles hit, it's like nothing that's occurred prior to that matters, and it's its own it's its own little sort of soul-sucking void that I've just turned off to. Like, it's just six weeks of... Wank. Yeah, exactly. So, so no, no, I've, I've given it a pass, and I'll tune back in afterwards, after the election, eh? Mm. I guess the real question is, Zach, how mm. do you define a woman? Uh, what? Yeah, an, exactly. An what place female. does that have? Or... Uh, <laughs> I, can't remember, I can't remember the other one that they said. That that desperate like we're we're a country with no shortage of problems. Let's just um let's just pull that one up for whatever reason. That was that was bad faith. Yeah. Anyway, election. <laughs> wow, exciting tough tough stuff stuff. Let's talk games. Let's talk. Let's talk the real exciting stuff. Let's talk video games. I am going to start. Debate that matters. 
Uh, I have started Grand Theft Auto 6. No, 5. Whoa! Shit. Whoa! <laughs> um, you want yeah. to talk about that yet? No, no, I've got a secret copy made by... Uh, it's coming from the day before devs. <laughs> Ooh, um, cut that. Uh, no, so yeah, I started GTA 5 this week. Uh, well, technically, last week. Uh, it's... On, so I bought the PS5 version. Holds up pretty well, Adam. I think you've played it, yeah. Like yeah. You've started like this. It looks like a well. I mean, it doesn't look as good as probably Red Dead in terms of the visuals and stuff, but it still runs and like still looks pretty good for a game that was on the PS3 originally and is now on the PS5. So hmm. yeah, pretty pretty good. The driving is absolutely dog bum though. Like yeah, I do not rate that driving. How hard is it to make? good driving or just it's just too i don't know it feels like that it feels like you're driving the puck on an air hockey table in gta 5 yeah. that's the, mm. the, wor- the worst part is out of all those like open world sandbox games gta has like some of the best driving which says a lot yeah. about that style of game because when i saw gta 5 i immediately think of you, shit, no, watch, watch dogs driving is yeah, trash. Like, no, I reckon it's good. Watch Dogs 2 and Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion. Fuck you. Freaking Ubisoft doesn't know how to make good car driving, including in the crew. Mate, the crew is good time. How do you? Yeah, dare. I'm going to go play some Horizon, mate. Yeah. See you later. Go drive your dinosaurs. Wait. <laughs> Shit, wrong, wrong, wrong Horizon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I love that game, Horizon Forbidden Cart. Um, yeah, Horizon <laughs> Forbidden South. Uh, <laughs> but no, like it's, it's, it's all right. I don't know if it's really what I wanted though. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's what did be, you want? I don't know Shares. what I wanted. I told you I wanted zombies. I told you that last week. I want. Also, I have no fucking idea what missions are what still like. I have to drive everywhere to get to a fucking mission. It's like, just, just take me there. Just put me there. Okay. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't I make me work for that. it. Yeah, like right yeah, now, I'm sick of working for it. So. You did right. Red Dead, so you can, you can put up with it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead is actually much slower, I found. Yeah. Well, I oh, absolutely. I didn't realize there was like fast travel to a degree in Red Dead until about maybe two thirds of the way through. So. Yeah, it sounds accurate. Yeah, you had to break open crates for it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of that game is like you, you'll see a tutorial pop up like 30 hours ago. You've forgotten. It's mm. some abstract mechanic that you will only use twice. Red Dead 2. Yeah. Love it. Anyway, keen to play a bit more and see where it goes. But yeah, not. Seems fine. I think like the voice acting and stuff, I think he's really, really good in that game. If the so. story doesn't grab you soon, I think you'll probably struggle because I think that's probably what's aged the best. Like well, I'm only characters. I'm very I'm still very early on. I've still only got the two characters. I haven't unlocked the third one yet. Mm-hmm. So, very good. Okay. Uh, so I'm still very very early. Yeah, you're green. You got some fun. Yeah, to see. you're in for a but time. The missions are pretty oh, cool. That's like, uh, like they're it's like it's yeah, it's nothing too serious bit lighthearted kind of 
Yeah, it's pretty pacey too. I think you can clock that in well under thirty hours from memory. Really? Like it's not it's not pouring. Like it's it's not busting hmm. at the seams of the content. Yeah, right. It's a pretty lean game. That's good. Nice. Uh, who else has played? Anything? GTA, not me. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because GTA bores me. What have you been playing, mate? Uh, a game that we'll talk about a bit later. Uh, and more Guild Wars 2. And that's about it. Why Guild Wars 2 still? Because there's lots of story to do. and there's lots of content. The, the game is fun. Lots of content. Yeah, lots of content. Game is fun. You know. Fun. We love that word around here. It's all about fun, isn't it? I don't play games for fun. I play game critics' favorite word: myself. fun. It's, take it's, the, it's the dark source of MMOs. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Jesus, we know. All right, we love a good superlative. Uh, Adam, been playing anything? Nah, mate. I've been playing the the one thing that we will talk about shortly, and and that's about it. I played a bit of Apex. Surely you've been. But that's, yeah. Of course you fucking have. Love a bit of Apex. Well, the season's about to sure. end. You need to, to get in the, the last hurrah with the, the weapons that are going to be vaulted and whatnot. So, got to play a cheeky bit at least. What do you think I'm playing? So, uh, theme hospital or anything like that? Theme hospital. Yeah, I see what you've done there. No. Um, I've just been a... I don't. <laughs> I've, been a, a, I've just been a patient myself and I've not decided to jump on the other side and be a doctor. Hmm. This so a, you, you had two weeks off. Shit, a joke that I think. Oh no! Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I played Elden Ring for pretty much that whole time. But we've talked about Elden Ring every week since it came out, so I figured I'd give it a rest. And we're yeah. gonna keep talking about it until nah. it gets the fucking game. I'm like, I'm ninety hours in, and I'm tickling the end. But the game will not let me fucking f- look at those credits. It won't let me do it. It fucking it says. Oh, have you winning? Oh, it's it's kicking my ass now. It's just yeah. I'm up to. I suppose yeah. It's not really spoilers. They're a minor boss. I'm up to the Godskin duo in. Oh, fucking hate that boss so much. So do I. So do I. Because yeah, That's... there's there's you, you, I thought that I had bested the, them, and then I was like yeah. I was like That's yeah. weird. There's still half a health, but ah. Oh. So, yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. Poss- I, I, I think the most annoying thing with that is if you manage to kill both of them before, before the, like, one of them respawns the other, it doesn't matter. Yep. They, they just come back. Then they back. both come back at the yeah. same time with full health, and I just get fucking wonked. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you want a good tip, if you have anything that does sleep status, they're super weak Ooh, to that. Ooh, I definitely don't. So, you, 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 you can put one to sleep and then focus on the other. I'll give that. it a crack because I'm just getting my ass handed to me at the moment. So I've hit a bit of a wall, but that's okay. I'll uh, I'll get through it because I know for a fact that I'm reaching the end of the game and I just, I need to get it done. I need to do it. Man. So, so naive. I, I, you sounded like me when I was like 80 hours in. I didn't clock till about 130. Fuck, don't do that to me. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm tickling the credits. Oh! And then the game just went, oh boy. We got some content for well, you. See, when I was like, I'm tickling the credits, I was actually at the Godskin duo. And were you tickling the credits? Yeah, I was. A- I, I was. I was. You're actually very close. 
I was not. Fuck yeah. I was still I was still many, many hours away after that. Anyone would ask me what, what I was What have you been playing, Nathan? Oh, Nathan, what have you been playing? Yes, well, of course, I've just wrapped on Halo Infinite because watching all this Halo week by week has kind of put me in the mood. But I was kind I'm of so disappointed sorry. by it. I, I, did, yeah. I didn't love Halo Infinite. Did any of you guys play it? Shock horror. Yeah, it's it's really average. Like, the, the core gameplay is good, but, like, the, the campaign is kind of eh. And That's kind the, of how I felt about it. The, the open sh- world is just... There's, there's no reason for that open world to exist. Absolutely not. <laughs> not at all. That is the poorest excuse for an open world I've played in a long memory. Um, yeah, one of the big issues I have with the game is that all of the 343 industries, Halo, so, like, 4, 5... And this, they all kind of, the trailers and everything goes in to build up what's going to look to be a, a new Halo arc after the original trilogy. And then by the end, by the time the credits have rolled, it's just gotten started. And you know, by the next game, they're going to trash everything that happened before. Because yeah. everything that happened in like 4 was pretty much trashed in 5. Everything that happened in 5 is pretty much trashed in Infinite. So the games, they're not going anywhere story-wise, which makes the show a bit more interesting. Because it is building up kind of this, this running I- narrative. The, the the thing that I hate about the three four three trilogy, it's they've done two games, done it in two games in a row now, where their best villain they kill off in a cutscene, or they kill off behind the scenes, which is like yeah. why, why would you I, do that? I I definitely, yeah, I won't say too much more on that because that goes into spoiler territory. But other than that, uh, I think I'm nearing, hopefully nearing credits on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is a good time, but not not Tiny Tina's. Teeny Tonys. <laughs> but but the one thing that game really makes you realise is that is an old formula. Like, you're still playing the same Borderlands you were playing since Borderlands 1. Like, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. The gunplay and everything still feels the yeah. same. Yeah. I think from what I understand, it's like, it's the same formula, but with a little more updated humour. Because, like, oh, yes. Borderlands 3's humour was super dated. It would have been fine had that released, dated. like, 10 years it ago. Missed. It's just so so going into going into Wonderlands. I was expecting Borderlands three humor, and I was really really glad that I was wrong because Wonderlands like there's there's actually quite a bit of good like decent humor, but also just also half decent story. Like there are characters that are actually entertaining rather than annoying. So and that's saying a lot, being that Tina is the main kind of driving force behind it because she's divisive to say the least so yeah no it's a it's a fun Mm. even though it's very similar to what's come before i had a pretty good time with it i think i like the tone overall even though tina still gets on my nerves a little bit uh the tone definitely saves it it's a much better tone than three but i'll take a new like a revitalized brand new Borderlands, where from the bottom up it feels like a fresh game Feels like I've been playing the same game for a while. And the last one I've been playing is Triangle Strategy. I won't say too much on that. That's just my cup of tea. I, I love that. They've sort of reinvigorated the uh, old school strategy tactics RPG with that game. It's kind of like uh, Fire Emblem, but a bit more stripped back and streamlined. Uh, KB reviewed it here for us. I think he gave it an 8. I'd probably back him on that. Yeah, it's a good time. That's been our week in games. Solid. Back to Zach. Back to me. Uh, all right. So, Jordan, you've reviewed a game. Actually. Yes. Well. As yeah. a, yes, I reviewed a game. No, okay. <laughs> no. We'll start with you, uh, Jordan. So, you t- tell us what you have reviewed. Uh, a game. You have reviewed a game. Thank you. Uh, cool. Adam. Uh, 
You've also reviewed a game. I have, was mate. it the same game? <laughs> it was not the same game, no. I mean, I can try and talk uh, about Jordan's game that he reviewed. Okay. Do you want me to give it a crack? Okay, give, okay. Me, give okay. me a 15 to 20 second Jordan review of the game he's played. What do you think his thoughts are? You've, you've probably read his review. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> it doesn't quite stack up to the best raid in Destiny. Um, and I found that the interaction between the 500,000 other players that get around this game every every day was a bit lacking. Um, but And the frame rate was poor. And the, <laughs> I was getting there. I was on my way. But no, nah, that's, uh, that's my general thoughts and not enough cats. Nice. Yep. Jordan, give us Honestly, the actual it, review. Honestly, he, he just read my, word, my review for <laughs> verbatim. Just did the final thoughts. Yeah. All right. You've played uh, Salt and Sacrifice, which is the yep. sequel to Salt and Sanctuary, which came out in yeah. 2016, if I yep. remember correctly. Um, but it's mostly a sequel in name and uh, not like, you know, direct storyline because it's kind of like... Final Fantasy in the sense that like each sequel seems to exist in its uh, in its own world in a sense um, so you know you don't really need to know the events of the first game to play this um, but yeah so uh, I, uh, I I went in you know pretty pretty hopeful because I adored the, the first game uh, and I, I walked away you know pretty disappointed because a lot of the charm and the great design that the original had was just removed uh, in favor of some more, uh, I, I guess in this sense, more secular design in a way. Because um, it remo- it, uh, just some of the more unique mechanics like the, the sanctuaries and the oaths were just gone, which is, you know, a major part of the charm for the original. Uh, and the the flow of the, the levels is just not as good, you know. So you basically have your your hub area, which in, you can teleport to different worlds, similar to like Demon Souls. Uh, and th- it doesn't work that well, but just because as a Metroidvania, you rely a lot on your level design. And because you don't have that one massive connected world, a lot of the areas become less memorable as a result, because you just, you don't remember how crazy the connection is, uh, which, is which is a big bummer. But the, the biggest, offender of that game is the new hunt system because as the story goes you're basically like this uh this person that's committed a crime and you need to atone for your sins and uh the the way you atone for your sins is you go around hunting mages because you know mages are bad similar to uh no i'm not going to say that joke um so yeah, you go around hunting mages, which is cool at first, but what becomes a problem is a lot of the areas in the game become gated off based on how many of those you've hunted, which is quite stupid when you think about it. Because like Metroidvanias rarely ever spell out, hey, you need X amount of these things to progress past here. Whereas Salt and Sacrifice does it all the time unless you know where to find the dead drops everywhere, which is even more stupid because there are two kinds of hunts you have a nameless or a named mage and you need to do both kinds so it's it's just dumb progression and i really did not enjoy it so uh, uh, 
I, I gotta ask because I have no idea what this game is or what it's even about. Yeah. What's 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 the story? What's what's the go? The, Set the, scene the story, the story is not really at the forefront, kind of like Dark Souls, but yes, the story goes: you 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 know, basically a collapsing kingdom, uh, and you're being whisked off to like the front lines of this area because you are your character committed a, a crime, which you the crime you have you committed you choose when you create a character which is kind of cool um doesn't really make that much of a difference in the grand scheme of things um and so you've been tasked and uh, to hunt down these uh mages because mages are evil in this world uh they uh, are a blight on the land and so you become an inquisitor who is basically uh, someone that consumes something called the mages bane which, you know, allows you to hunt mages. Um, so, yeah, outside of that, there's yeah, not really much insistence on the story. The The world building is really good because if you talk to every NPC you meet, they actually give you a lot of information about the areas that you're going to, which I thought was really cool, you know. Uh, a weird comparison, but coming from Guild Wars, where they do stuff like that all the time, it's actually a really nice touch. It, has a, it makes a, a good sense of place in the world. But yeah, I just found that the the best parts of the original just weren't there, and I get that they're trying to make it feel different, but it just didn't feel like any of the sacrifices were worth the cost, which is a a big shame. So I've got two questions for you, Jordan. So the first one is: This is I assume you might have mentioned this. It's still a a Souls like two D Souls like game. Like yeah, in... yeah. So mm. it uh it approaches a lot of the core principles of uh souls souls like combat um and it even takes some of the other mechanics from souls games so like if you die you get afflicted with something called spell mark which if you've played dark souls 3 in a sense and dark souls 2 you'd be used to you know you have your human or ember form um which gives you your full health and dying reduces your maximum health. So this is the same thing. And you need to consume an item to go to, to max health. Mm. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I actually, I really like mechanics like that. Uh, but yeah, so in terms of like actual combat, I still quite enjoyed the game. But man, the hunts just suck because, you know, one of the biggest criticisms of uh, Monster Hunter World was the things always ran away and... The things that your hunt targets do in this game is always run away. Mm, and you mentioned that uh, one of the criticisms was some charm from the first game missing. Like, what what kind of charm was there that's not um, currently here? So the the first game had a big insistence on carefully choosing what uh, oath or faction you came under for your sanctuaries. Because the sanctuaries actually played a big role in determining the different effects that your restorative items had, which was really cool. So there'll be stuff like, you know, for one oath, you, the, the healing item would actually give you like uh, faster health regen as a passive or something like that. Uh, there's none of that in this. You know, the, your health restorative items are no longer tied to your skill tree. They're just your basic Dark Souls, Estus Flask upgrade system, you know, get x resource go back to hub world and go hey upgrade my thing uh mm. so that little that little nuance is gone um and 
just the the overall just flow of the world just doesn't have the same same charm that the original did because it's just relying on a on condensed worlds that don't feel as good as one overarching world. Hmm. Do you have any more questions, Isaac? No, I think uh, it's yeah. I've not really paid much attention to this game uh, and even the first one. So uh, yeah, I mean, like it, it looks pretty cool. Like the yeah, no, the, the, art, the art, art is awesome. Yeah. The art style is great, and the, the music's pretty solid. And honestly, it's not a bad game. It's just it makes some mistakes that you go a bit. Uh, but I kind of respect it for making the mistakes, but then trying to make it a bit different from the original. What did uh, you score the? Did you review the original? Yeah, I believe I scored it an eight, uh, and I scored this a six point five. Salt and sacrifice. I was good at yeah. salt and sanctuary. I should yeah. take it for a spin. Now it's Adam's turn to talk about uh, Star Trek. Love that. Um, because <laughs> Zach's having some technical difficulties, I'll move swiftly into my review. That shouldn't take too long. It's just a, a little game, or so I thought. It's a first-person co-op puzzle game called We Were Here Forever. Uh, it's the fourth in the We Were Here series. The first one being a free-to-play game back in 2017, I think. Um that has a big focus on communication and cooperation. So it's a two player puzzle game where for the majority of the game, you're completely separate from one another and you have to solve puzzles by communicating. So you'll have, you'll both have half of the question and you'll have to provide half of the answer to each other. So you'll have maybe uh, say one of my favorite puzzles was uh, one person has to listen to this underwater creature kind of just babble out random noises and the other person is in another room that can't hear or see the monster and they have a way to decipher what it's saying but since you can't hear it your partner needs to try to describe the sounds to you so you can kind of piece what it's saying together and pick a response so there's yeah a whole bunch of uh, puzzles that you need to come together to complete. And a lot of them are very, very clever. A lot of them are to do with different symbols and um, like the orientation of things and finding clues and trying to decipher things and put two halves of the, the one question together. So that part of it is really, really good fun. Um, if, if it was just a little bit shorter, and by a little bit I mean by a third of its actual length, um, like Zach Jackson sort? Not quite that short, but almost. So the game, um, Holly and I played it, and it took us almost 14 hours to complete, um, which for a co-op puzzle game, I uh, this kind of co-op puzzle game, I feel like you should be able to knock out in maybe one to two sittings. Um, I was definitely thinking at the time, because the, the best time I've had with a co-op puzzle game is Portal 2, um, which that co-op campaign took, depending on how good you are with physics puzzles, maybe four to six hours to complete tops. Um, and I think that for me is my sweet spot. I think it doesn't let you get sick of a, your partner. Um, and it doesn't let fatigue sit in from just using your mental capacity to, to try and work through something. Cause it can be taxing if you, if you don't get the 
the idea of the puzzle straight away, it, it can be a little bit taxing. So almost 15 hours is a, a bit rough in, in my eyes. Cause I mean, I know you want to get bang for your buck and this game is less than $30. So in that sense, that's great, but more doesn't always mean better. Um, and unfortunately it is also artificially lengthened out because there's a lot of bloat. There's a lot, a lot of backtracking, um, and not just in the puzzle sense, it could be, uh, there one point we thought we had finished the game and then it kind of went, Hey, there's these three MacGuffins that you need to go and collect, bring back to this sanctuary. And then you're right to, to go ahead. It was the, each one were in, uh, each one was in a different location, which is great. I, I'll mention as well that the, all of the locations are varied and quite visually interesting. But once you have that MacGuffin, you have to go all the way back to the the hub spot to drop it off before you then go on to the next location. You can't get all three and then bring them back. They artific artificially push out the length by making you go back and forth a whole bunch. And that um, also has some unskippable scenes of you just kind of like sitting in a cart, just just going. Like there's nothing interesting to see. There's no dialogue. It's just you sitting next to your co-op partner, just waiting to get to the next destination. So there's a, a lot of artificial bloat, which is pretty unfortunate. Um, some puzzles are a little bit out of place that are timed, um, that are just kind of, instead of making you think, they just kind of, they give you the solution and then say, all right, let's see if you can do it in a minute and a half. And it's, it's, it, 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 yeah, it creates a, an unnecessary roadblock, um, especially when a few of the puzzles leading up to it are really good. You get to something like that and it kind of takes the, the wind out of your sails a little bit. But um, there is a story. It's pretty forgettable. Um, I don't think that's kind of what you're really here for anyway. You're more here for the, the puzzles and the, the co-op. But it, it there is a there is a story there. You might care about it. Holly and I kind of ignored it for the most part. Um one thing I will say that is pretty spectacular is that they onboard you really, really well. Um, because it is a, a concept that might not stick with people straight away because you do have to really, really explain everything. Like the orientation of a, a symbol might mean the difference between completing a puzzle or getting stuck for an hour, but they, they introduce you to that mechanic really well early on with some really simple puzzles that get you talking. They don't get you thinking as much, but they get you communicating, which is really commendable. And they also have um, great audio cues. There's a, a little a little kind of jingle that happens anytime that you actively move forward in a puzzle. So you know that you're progressing, which in puzzle games like this can be, it, it can be a real pain. If you don't know that you're progressing, you'll just kind of keep throwing stuff at a wall, not thinking that it's sticking. So to have just that tiny little audio cue was was great to to push you forward but yeah ultimately it it is a lot of fun um and i think the the co-op side of it is brilliant but it is way too long uh it's a bit bloated and the the puzzles here and there are a little bit mismatched but i think if you have it you know coming into this time of year where there aren't as many major releases if you have a friend that's you know, interested in, in puzzle games and you, you want to have something to play for the week in little increments, then yeah, I don't think it's a bad one to, to jump into. 
So just to be clear, like you will need to bring along a buddy. There's no soloing and there's no, you're not going to have a great time trying to partner up with no, a random. No, no, no. It is, you do, you need a partner. There is like a, a random search for, for another person, but I would not recommend this game with a random person. I think it... Howdy stranger, 13 hours well, later. It could be best friends. I mean, yes, that optimistically that could happen. Um, on the internet. but yeah, th- it, it completely relies on vocal communication. So I think you'd be best off grabbing someone that, you know, rather than a random, cause I can just see that going terribly. Um, but yeah, and there is a hint system. I forgot to mention it in my review because it is completely forgettable. It's like, if there are symbols on the wall, the hints will say, Hey, there's symbols on the wall over there. Maybe they could mean something. So don't expect the hints to to help you out in any way, shape, or form. So just on the you, sorry, just on the the co op side of things, um, yeah. it doesn't come with like a second code, or you, like that person has to have a copy of the game. They yeah. have to have a copy of the game, yeah. So yeah, right. it would, yeah, it brings a what like a twenty five dollar purchase to a fifty dollar purchase because you require a friend to play it. So. That, yep. that could potentially get in your way. I can see people not being too keen on that, especially with friend passes and things like that becoming more and more popular. Um, but yeah, that could be, yeah, that could definitely be another gate to entry. That's for sure. Yeah. Cause this was, uh, both you and Holly, I believe from memory were pretty keen for this game before it came out. I, I don't ever recall hearing about it. So yeah, it's, um, it's one that the, 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 trailer the the announcement trailer for it caught my attention um i hadn't heard of the series prior to that holly had played the prior three games um so we had kind of a a a good dynamic i suppose of she went in having a bit more experience i had kind of gone in blind and we both came to the agreement that yeah it was just its biggest issue was that there was too much of it in in the long run because yeah that so what you're saying is they need to make it longer yeah if they could double it in length um and then put some sort of arbitrary progression system in there but i know the feeling hell yeah but yeah i think because the other ones clock in are anywhere between two to five hours so this one is significantly longer uh and the game's very minimal in fairness marketing makes sure to let you know that it is a longer experience but it's not longer in a, a good way in my opinion Bummer. Yeah, but yeah, well, overall, um, I gave it a 6.5. If, you, if you're down for a, a puzzling experience with a, a partner, then it, it it might be worth checking out for you. Cool. Man, another 6.5. Did we just play the same game and just wrote different things about they it? They sound exactly the same, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's funny, I've, um, just while you guys have been talking about it, I've been just putting some reviews up on Open Critic, and the three reviews I've put up all mention bloated in the final, in the <laughs> little summary. Uh, yep, King uh, Arthur. I yep. think, Arthur, did you, sorry. surely you gave King Arthur a 6.5? 6. Uh, ooh, ooh, I wanted to. No, I came back on, on a, a 6. six. Okay. Uh, mm. no, 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 what I'm hearing is you're going to edit it right now to be a 6.5. <laughs> so we can all be matching. I put it up mm. on... Um, I put it up on Open Critic as 6.5. Yeah, cheers. Go. Good work. <sighs> nice and neat. <laughs> nice one. Okay, cool. Um, it, sorry, just another quick question on the co-op side of things. Can you, is it crossplay? Not to my knowledge. It's currently only out on PC. 
Uh, it will be coming to consoles ah. soon. But right, I thought it was on PlayStation as well. My bad. Nah, not Sorry. yet. Just on Apologies. PC for now, but I don't think there's any word on cross-play at this stage. Cool. Mm, cross-play. Cross-play, yep. as they say. I like the way Adam says it. Cross-play. Yeah. You emphasize the Z that's not Cro- there. Cross-play. Cross. Love a bit of cross-play. I can't help it, right? Leave me. Let me be. It's my speech impediment. You mocking me on live TV. Live, We're live, whatever. pal. Not live too. Um. Anyway. Uh. All right. So I don't think there's any shout outs I got to give this week. There will be. There will be one or two reviews that possibly. I'm just trying to delay while I load the calendar, but the internet is so slow. It's loaded. Uh, there will be a review. Only one review. Uh. From. Harrison, uh, Brigadine, the legend of Runercia, is, uh, he'll have a review for that. Uh, and I think that's, oh, did I mention this game best month ever? Did I, did we talk about this last time? Did I give a shout outs to KS? Probably not. I think the embargo only finished, um, after, but he reviewed a game called Best Month Ever. He gave it a four out of ten. Uh, he, I'll read you his quick summary. Ah, oh, so what you're saying is the best month ever is April. Yes, yes. So it's yeah, ambition to tackle heavy themes and present an interesting mother-son dynamic is admirable, but the muddled execution, muted interactivity, and lack of any real tangible choice and consequence cycle makes this a forgettable American road trip. Four out of ten. Cop that. Uh, another shout out to give is thy, I am announcing that Born Punk developer Insert Disc 22 is our Made in Australia developer and game for June. So, no, sorry, not June. What the fuck? The game comes out in June for May. So, look forward to that going up this month. Uh, the game's actually been pushed back a week to the 22nd of June because of the Steam Festival. Steam, what's it called? Steam Fest? Maybe, is, is that what it's called? Yeah. Steam Fest, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, because that is like the same week the game comes out. So, yeah, he's, he's pushed it back a week, which is a, probably a smart idea. Good talk. All right, so let's move on to <laughs> the... Uh, do we have any other discussions? No. Nothing. All right, let's go to the news. Adam, you want to take us away with? Actually, no. Sorry. Well, let's talk about. Let's go to the uh, the most interesting bit of news this week. Soul destroying news this week is that the day before has been delayed until March. Uh, I think is it, is it March twenty one or something? Twenty twenty seven. I think isn't it. <laughs> Was it 2028? Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah, they're so close together. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, so it comes out in March 20-something or other. I found the date, but I lost it. March 1st, uh, 2023. So if you've all listened to this, you've heard us talk, well, you've heard me talk, talk about this game quite a bit. I can uh, officially say that I owe... Misty, Misty, Mr. Budwardo Watson, a Blue Heaven milkshake, which we're going to share 
double straw um, at PAX. So that's not very COVID safe. No, actually, sharing milk drinks is fucked up. We're going to definitely have our own. So, uh, but yes, sharing milk drinks is pretty hot. No, that's (laughs) what side of the fence you on, Nathan? No, 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 so I just want to hear him. I, I just want to know why he thinks that's off. Nah, because there's something just about sharing milk drinks. It's just because he wants it all for himself. Just, let's be. Let's because not. His nah, milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. It's a weird. It's a weird liquid to share. I, I'm gonna say. What if it was soy milk? Yeah. Would you share share a soy milk? I would. What if it was soy sauce? I'd, I'd rather <laughs> drink soy sauce. I would. Anyway, so the day before has been delayed. They've announced that it's uh, they're shifting engines to Unreal Engine. Uh, five, which from Unreal Engine four, no one's really surprised. I'm a bit disappointed, but not shocked uh, at the news. I did say in the article I wrote a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, whatever, that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a delay. The closer it got to release, though, the more hopeful I got that it would land in June. Not going to happen. It does raise more questions, though, because uh, Epic has said that. Transitioning from Unreal 4 to Unreal 5 is a pretty seamless and smooth transition. So people are questioning why they're taking, you know, a 10-month, sorry, why they've announced a 10-month delay for something that should really take, you know, two to three months, apparently, you know, uh, from all the keyboard developers that, uh, that are out there online. Does it, has anyone changed their thoughts on this game? Because I was uh, like, all, so when they I'm announced this, sorry, is... just very, very quickly, when they announced this, I was quite surprised they did not show any new footage. They gave nothing new at all. They didn't even give a screenshot. They gave nothing, which I found surprising to that. Jordan, go. Uh, all I'm saying is, as a Star Citizen fan, it still raises red flags for me. Uh, yeah, but that's There's no just... way this game is real. That game's fucked up. Yeah, but the developer communicates more. That is true. They, they also they have actually, a lot more money. They actually, they actually release things. Yeah, no, that's true as well. The game's um, been developing since fucking the beginning of time. Oh, yeah, nah, nah. It was uh, in development hell early on because it was mismanaged like crazy. But I'm surprised Elon Musk hasn't bought it yet. He's <laughs> buying things. So, I'd, I'd stop playing if he bought it. Maybe he could use it to be like a um, simulation for his new... For his world he wants to live in, his Mars world or something. I don't know. I don't, don't, don't even know why, why we're talking about this. I'm fucked up. Um, so, so the day before, Nathan, you got anything you want to add to that? Yeah, not really. I, uh, I I don't think the game's real. Like, it's pr- it's probably a real, real piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, my opinion hasn't changed. I remember looking at the original release trailer and I was like fuck that looks really cool and then whatever the trailer was after that like the one that showed more quote unquote gameplay um it started smelling fishy and I just kind of gave up on the the idea that it could be a good but why game. what 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 made it smell what gave it the fish waff well waft. the original announcement trailer felt like a proof of concept which I'm okay with that's all that's all right yep but the one after that, it definitely felt like they were trying to convince you that this is what it was going to be like. And it felt, it felt like... So basically like, like most other video game trailers that we've seen, 
for the past ten years. But it didn't. But uh, it didn't feel me, genuine in any way. Whereas from, a, from software's trailers are usually pretty accurate. What's that? From software's game trailers are pretty accurate. No one cares about from software, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure the sales data for Elden Ring would like to argue. <laughs> Mate, have, haven't you heard, buddy? The, the day before was the most wishlisted game on Steam. So yeah, every every outlet has had that as their fucking title. So we're, we're all it's true though. Like we're all very aware of that. Uh, Who gives a shit? The, yeah. the game it, is not gonna. Yeah, when it loses that, what what does it have? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I it's I. It's uh, got, it has got, a transition. That game that Zach Jackson was really looking forward to that never came out. I feel like that list well, is still... fucking as long as I am. But I no, I could not care less about this game anymore. It, um, yeah. Until March Gives comes me around to that next H1Z one yeah. with. That game was fun at the start, then just got yeah, then broke itself well, into two, and then got bummed. It was a. It was entertaining, but it was a broken royal mess yeah, on launch it was trash. and pretty much forever. Mm, what game is <laughs> but this? you kind of just took it like that. Um, what kind of state do you expect the day before to launch in? It, by presentation, kind of looks like it's you know a AAA game. It's probably going to be a mess. Yeah, characters going falling through walls and shit. The only thing is that. this. I mean, this will give them more time to do all that other stuff that they all the devs claim that they have the extra time to do. You know, make it more polished, blah, blah, blah. It'll be close to four years since, I think, since they announced it when they release it. Or maybe it's three years. Or no, sorry, since they've been working on it, maybe it's four years from my memory of on whatever interview. So it's a decent time, but yeah, it is a big, big goal for them to kick, uh, to make it look look like what they're showing. Which I probably won't. I, I think most people uh, are in agreement that it's not going to look as good as it does in the trailers. But that's with every game, basically. I, I wonder if the rift will be more pronounced here. Mm. Is, is, I think, what me and Adam are thinking. Guess Maybe we'll they're going for that see. full-on authentic Ubisoft experience. Those are an example of shockers. I can never get the image of the Division 1's reveal out of my mind as opposed to the game that we've got, which I still enjoyed, but talk about Rifts. How about For me, it's... Uh, Watch Dogs. The Watch Dogs, but also yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. That was Another a good, good one, one there, eh? Fuck, that has a really good trailer too. Love that trailer. I remember showing that to my mum. My mum having no interest in video games, being like, check this out. She's like, yeah, this is cool. Um, she never saw the game that came. Well, she was better off for it then, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Well, watch dogs. Cops are cops are hard rap. All right, let's move on. So, Adam, do you want to take lead here? Because there's a few things that you don't care about. You, <laughs> I was gonna say that you know that you that is a pure yes your alley yes and wheelhouse more than mine. But yeah, let's go with what you said. There's some quick ones to run through. So, Marvel's Midnight Suns got reviewed in Australia, which isn't massive. Got but the reviewed. Rated, rather. Yeah. Now, they reviewed an early copy. Now, it got rated in Australia, so the Australian Classification Board gave it a big old M, uh, and the game's meant to come out in the back end of this year. It's a weird rating system. Um, So, yeah, hopefully a release date isn't too far away, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which is an absolute banger. 
Uh, got two new DLC packs, character packs. Um, one from Mandalorian Season 2, uh, which brings Ahsoka into the mix, which is a good old time. Star Wars doesn't feel right without Ahsoka these days. Um, and The Bad Batch, which if you haven't seen The Bad Batch, you should watch it because it's fantastic. It's a very, very good watch. Um, I think they're about $4.50 each, or if you've got the season pass, obviously it all comes with that. Um, and the one that you boys probably care about the least is AEW's game has gotten a name, which is AEW Fight Forever, which is a very uh, wrestling in-joke because it's like a, a chant. The whole fight forever, clap, 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 clap. No one cares. I'm boring everyone. But two little gameplay snippets got released of two of their having a good time mate two of their <laughs> two of their wrestlers so chris statlander and nyla rose um two of their female chris talent. jericho uh, chris jericho's in the game mate he is he was one of the first announced so uh yeah he'll be in it with his dad bod get around him uh but yeah so it's coming to pc and consoles apparently this year uh, and it's gonna have they announced a whole bunch of other wrestlers cm punk sting ruby soho adam cole Brian Danielson, Owen Hart, Chris Dander, Statlander. Owen Hart? Yes, Owen Hart. Um, it's the first time he's been in a wrestling game in almost 15 years, I want to say, which is pretty what about cool. about my man, Al Snow? Look, I don't want to get your hopes up. Al Snow's probably not going to be in the game. I'll be... All right. I think... Zach, Zach strikes me as a bit more of a Scotty too hot. Oh, how good's no, too cool? Absolutely. How good absolutely is too not. cool? Get around him. How good's Rikishi? Anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, but yeah, apparently that game is coming out this year. Um, AEW, for those who I like, got... I like tall blondes, mate. Tall blondes. So, so we're talking... <laughs> Test. We're talking like Chris Jericho. Deal. Test. Yeah, of course you like Test. B- big edge. <laughs> yeah. Um. Get around him. Uh, well, Christian. Love a bit of Christian. He's in I used to, AEW. I used to love moment. Christian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing My well. Man. Um, big fan of the show, too. Ah, oh, absolutely. Where is peeps? Um, other things that are probably more up my wheelhouse, in my wheelhouse, uh, season 13's <laughs> character for Apex, uh, Newcastle, the new legend, his abilities got uh, announced. They got leaked a while back, but now it's official, official, I suppose. Um, so he's pretty much taking a few of the abilities from uh Gibraltar and Lifeline. Gibrony. So sucks to be them, I guess. So he can revive people while moving them, which is pretty massive. Uh, he's got a tactical shield that moves with him, and then he can throw up a, a big castle wall as his ultimate. So he's very much a defender class, and he's going to be the bane of my existence when he drops because people will be able to use him and I won't. So sucks to be me, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Why that, can't you use him? Because uh, I can't play the game very well. I was going to say it's because I play a different character, but it's because I'm a little bit shit. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for... I thought after 13 seasons, you'd be all right by now. Nah, it's like, it's like Rocket League. I think I've played like 200 <laughs> hours of Rocket League and I introduced a mate to it. I was like, no, 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 come play. I uh, we've, we've played heaps of it. We'll introduce you. And after one match, he was like, um, how, how much of this game did you say you've played? I was like, oh, like 200 hours. He was like, oh, yeah, okay. It's like, why is that? I just, the other team was really good. Like, okay, <laughs> no worries, mate. Gotcha, gotcha. So, no, I don't get better at games. I, I start off mediocre and I stay there. 
That's right. If you, if you ever having trouble, just give Nathan a call. I walked into that. Oh. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, there's DLC f- for that game. You want Nathan to review it? For you? <laughs> uh, only if I can start it first and then handball it off. That's my. That's right. more my my speed. Nice. Cool. Is that um, all the news we had? That game being Elders. <laughs> was it? Oh, yeah. El- yeah. Elder, Elder Souls, Souls, yeah. <laughs> Elder Souls. <laughs> we just got that game and move past it. Um, that's, people. that's pretty much the, the news for this week. Gotham Knights is getting what looks to be a gameplay trailer tomorrow for us. But by the time this comes out, that will be old hat. So hopefully it looks good. You can feel free to send me a message telling me it looks shit if it looks shit, but I'm sure it looks good. Um, the only other thing is Summer Game Fest got dated, so it'll be uh, June 10th for us at a tasty time of 4 a.m. on a Friday. So God. that's going to be rough for the the few of us who are going to be getting up and doing news pieces. So 4 a.m. Get around us. Yep, 4 a.m. Is that... Um... Is that, uh, that's early, that the, Zach, that's, you're right. That's it, no, is that's not the same day as the Xbox thing, is it? Ooh, no, I don't think so. No, no, nah, I don't think it's mm. the same day, so hopefully not because we'll be pretty wrecked by that. But yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty well, much the news. Not a not a huge news week, but a few little, a few little tidbits in there. No, I've just looked at the Xbox ones on June 13. So, one quick one I've stumbled across uh, online. A, the Resident Evil Reverse, that uh, comic book style multiplayer shooter that they are trying to make. That looks like it is... This is on... I'm reading from GameSpot, but they source a tweet from... I've never actually said this. Is it Gamatsu? Gamatsu, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Uh, they say that it's been rated for Stadia of all things, um, and the PS4, Xbox One, and PC versions were rated a year ago. So <laughs> we'll see if it's uh, if a release date's coming for that. That was meant to drop so, with Village, yeah, alongside Village. Correct. Yeah, right. So yeah, um, suppose we'll see. We will. There was another piece of news, but I can't recall what it is. So we'll move on. If I stumble across it, I'll uh, let you know. Oh, no, sorry. The other bit of news, yes, I remember now, was that Unpacking is coming to PS5 and PS4 on... Today. Well, now. It's out now. So if you never got a chance to play Unpacking because you didn't have a PC or a Xbox, um, you can check that out now. And you should because the game's... PS5 and PS4. game's excellent, which Beam absolutely killed it. It's a real good time. Uh, another piece that Ash did right was that uh, there's potentially been a leaked uh, presentation that suggests uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 might be coming in 2024. Uh, again, no, this is... Um, oh, no, Hound, sorry. I'm reading the article that Ash wrote. I've only sc- I read the top line and then I read the bottom. Uh, it looks like it's been... It's fake. So, well, that's an open and shut case. Uh, nice. What what a fucking roller coaster that was. <laughs> read the headline, read the start, scrolled down, fake. You sound like fuck, every person on the internet ever. 
Um, got the listeners checking their heartbeats right now. <laughs> so, fuck. Shout-outs to that, Ash. Son of a bitch. All right. Um, shall we go to off-topics? I think that's pretty much yeah, the news. Yeah, let's do it. What do you got for us, Zach? We still us got, off. Mate, we still got 30 minutes before we can finish. Oh, I, I, was, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got nothing in terms of films or anything. So we can, we can talk music soon, but uh, in terms of shows... I've got nothing, got nothing. Has anyone... Who's got Stan here? Sure do. Uh, what do you... Have you watched? Are you going to watch? Have you seen the trailer for Billy the Kid? Yeah. Didn't care for it. That doesn't mean that it was good or bad. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, it sort of... You know how when you're watching Stan, it'll flash, auto-flash by mm. a, a trailer of whatever's on the banner? I've seen that. And I was like, that's a thing. I don't necessarily believe I was the target audience. Sure. Could be all right. I'm kind of curious to see what it's like. Um, this week's random ass 90s film I want to give a shout out to because Buddy Watson hurt my feelings last week by saying he hadn't actually seen Sphere. Uh, <laughs> don't fucking scoff. You give me a hard time this week how, how did social media react to you and your praise of sphere yes beloved in the memories of what three people okay well there was two people that replied one of them person liked it and one two. person oh, did sorry so yeah. okay mate fucking hell gee whiz someone's got to take up the uh kv role of roasting me every week <laughs> i'm glad you're up to the task my friend all right so this this week's random film uh, i'm gonna assume that you haven't seen it but it's called deep rising Metal Deep Rising? Not Metal Deep Rising. It's just called Deep Rising. It's got big old Treat Williams. and I'll uh, search this with the safe search on. Famke, <laughs> Famke <laughs> Jansen. Uh, also got uh, Big Man. Oh, I cannot say that. Dijon Hunsu. Dijon Mustard. It's got Dijon Mustard in it. It's got the guy who played Kano in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I'm pretty sure. So you know it's yeah. good. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm all right, thanks. Oh. That, that, that's, a, that's a metric we use all for right. that. I just love how his deep cuts mistake the public, public's consciousness of just accepted facts. Like, it's got this dude, you know, from that Mortal Kombat movie that you don't remember where, watching. Where, where Kano is not in the film, you mean? <laughs> no, he dies right at the start. He's not in it. I watched it two nights ago. Oh no! I'm thinking of. No, I'm thinking of Johnny Cage dies in the first time, yes, right, second time, yeah. right at the start. Sorry for the spoilers. That's it. Uh, sorry, he he must <laughs> from be the, 90s. the. He must. Be, he must be um, Kano from the first film. Sorry. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, um, kind of a cool film. I remember a long, long time ago. I wanted this to be a video game. So, would love for there to be a cool first-person shooter set on a boat infested with creatures and shit. So. Buddy, let me know if you've seen it. <laughs> I don't like your chances, I can, but you can dream. Could hook you up with a copy if you uh, if you want. Look, uh, here's the so, so the uh, synopsis. After the crew and passengers of a luxury liner in the South Seas are brutally murdered by a monster, a gang of jewel thieves find themselves trapped on board. I mean, fuck, that sells itself, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fanging for it. Specifically, jewel thieves is what's got me. Mm. Yeah, it is very specific, but you know, 
Could have been any other vocation, and it just wouldn't have talked to me as an Could individual. I've got nothing to relate to. What otherwise. if it was a different kind of thief? You just wouldn't be interested in it at all. Imagine if it was a sheep thief. I'm not a kiwi. <laughs> do you know who? Do you know who? Tra- <laughs> do you know who Treat William is? Williams is. Uh, he plays big old Xander Drax from The Phantom, baby. That's all you need to know. Sounds like your alter ego that you're switching you... to on the weekends, mate. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Treat Williams is a interesting name. But is he, it treat like I'm going to give my yeah. dog a treat? Yes, but well, if that's his he, middle his name. His first name is technically he, Richard. Yeah. yeah, but he goes by treat. What's his last name? Uh, so Williams. he could be Big Dick Williams, but he's going by treat Williams. Yeah, I'm going to... Hey, baby, I'm a treat you with some dick. Like, you know, that's how he introduced himself. Oh, no, like, you've... What's the movie called again? I'm, in, I'm into this all of a sudden. Deep Rising. You should definitely uh, check it out. I think we should have a well-played movie night. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, that was that's me for random movies and stuff. Next week, I'll bring in, I'll get another one for you. I'm really looking forward to Zach's show and tell. Let's keep this up. What have I been watching? A lot of The Sopranos. Have you folks watched The Sopranos? Not all of it. What's that? Never heard of it. I've always wanted to, but I've never just never started. Yeah, I so I watched four seasons of it like a good decade ago, and as 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 kind of enjoyable as it was to watch from afar, I didn't get it. They didn't click to me. I didn't understand the context of what was going on to appreciate it, and really little things like I did not understand the significance of a. Um, American Italian family growing up in the suburbs of New York, you know, places like Newark and New Jersey, and and how pivotal the cultural influences of the gangster films is on their characters. So there was a lot going in that I didn't appreciate, and now having watched Breaking Bad and Goodfellas and Godfather, I can now see it in a whole new light. Um, love Breaking Bad, so I feel like it, The Sopranos, without that, there'd be no Godfather, no Better Call Saul, which I'm loving. So yeah, knocked off five seasons of that in the past few weeks, and it is terrific. I think it's aged brilliantly. I enjoy it now more so, way more than I did a decade back. And I think that's been about it. A couple episodes of Formula One Drive to Survive on Netflix, courtesy of Buddy's gentle pushing. And it's it's nice. It's very entertaining as someone that has no uh, inclination or knowledge of motorsport to watch that. Very quickly, it draws you in with its sort of character hooks and then introduces you to what is the general appeal of this sport, how it is quite an extravagant sport with a lot of millions of dollars riding behind it. So it is it is a luxury sport as well, but one where um, people are very aware of their mortality. So it sort of hooks you in with its kind of cinematic and brilliance. Very dramatic. So I'm keen to watch some more of that. Didn't think I'd be. Uh, didn't didn't think I could hold myself to some F1. So nice. I'll definitely stay tuned. Yeah. But uh, Simon's probably listening all the way over in Perth, and he's probably loving you saying that. So shouts to. Well, you guys wouldn't watch any motorsport, I assume. Negative. Nah. I, I watch. What was it? Is that count? Fast and Furious. Watch Fast and Furious. Yeah, boy, of course. Nah, I'm saying that, that that's actually a Dylan Blight film. Uh, I've seen like what, the first two. Oh really? Yeah. Some good ones in there. I've lost interest. Are in they the in past space yet? Three or so. They've gone to space. I, I think that's the. Have they? No, they have not been to space. I think did they? Your in the last me. one? No, no, no. Legit, they went to space. I, th- I think they do. It's that's they, when you know they've got, got, the no they got no other ideas. Yeah, isn't it called like Muppets in space? <laughs> but like, this is the thing. It's gotten so absurd that it almost doesn't register now. Like they have to outdo themselves. 
Because I forgot, I forgot they, that happened. But they strapped a, a rocket to a car and went yeah, into space, and off they went. And you need to just oh stop asking questions. God, that is the. Okay, you cannot give me shit for Deep Rising or any other fucking '90s bullshit film I bring up and talk about a film that goes to fucking space with a rocket strapped to it. Shut up. Just that's okay. Okay. In all fairness, I find both of them stupid. Fuck off. The, that yeah. that scene is like the second coming of Citizen Kane, mate. Nah, I nah. That is the. Nah, it's trash. It is trash, but it's it's such a parody of itself these days that it's an entertaining watch just for that. Terrible. Has Vin Diesel done any other film in the last like ten years apart from Fast and the Furious? Haven't you seen? Like, like his best role is like currently his most well known role. He's in the MCU, He's man. A big is old he? Groot. He's got lines for days. Is he the Oscar-nominated actor Vin Diesel plays Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. Why the fuck am I going to know that? Because he touts he touts <coughs> that he can do all of the different uh, languages, even though he literally says three fucking words. He can, he can actually make his limbs do what you see on the film. <laughs> this is... Have you seen the films? No. I'd rather watch Central Vin Diesel. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You can't call yourself a Vinny D fan if you haven't seen Guardians. <laughs> Vinny D. That's what his fans call him. That's 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 beautiful. For some reason, I don't believe that. Uh, well. I didn't mind Chronicles of Riddick or the first one, Riddick, Pitch Black, whatever it was called. Chron- Chronicles of Vinny yeah, D. Yeah, Pitch Black. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Mm. Anyway, I think they've aged a bit. Mm. Jordan, what what have you been watching? Uh, I watched one of the Netflix animated series called Inside Job. Uh, it was alright, you know. It's just a, a lot of uh, humour at the government's expense, which I'm all for. Uh, but outside of that, not much really. So many Rick and Morty references in there, man? Not really. You know, I didn't, I didn't find any pickles in it. What's so. the point then? Uh, maybe true. they just didn't have a high enough IQ yeah. for it. I tried to watch that show, and within about five minutes, I was like, damn, this show is trying so hard to be Rick and Morty and switched it off. <laughs> hmm. Cop that. Oh, that's fair. He can't argue. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, one more thing we can quickly talk about. Uh, speaking of our man, Y2J, Chris Jericho, uh, his band, Fozzy, released their latest album last Friday called Boombox, baby. Well, not Boombox, baby. It's just called Boombox. But you got excited. Emphasis. <laughs> e- emphasis, sax. It's fine. It's all right. No sandpaper. Don't, I'm not a big fan of that, nah, sand, that song. Sandpaper is fucking trash. Judas is the one good song that they've brought out, and they're absolutely flogging it. That's it. Cop okay. that. That and their, no, their cover of um, SOS. That's a banger. Well, they do a cover on this album, too. Ooh, is it ABBA again? Close. It's Relax by, uh, I think, uh, is it Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I'll have to give it's it a fine. spin. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. It's all right. It's, uh, the, first, the first listen, I was like, eh, kind of a little bit bum. Second, third, fourth listens aren't too bad. They're not too bad. Back half scroll. What, what about the two hundreds? Haven't got to that yet. He'll get there. Uh, well, I, you, I expect an update next week. 
Mm. Zach, mm. do you enjoy any artists that have begun their careers in music within the past 10 years? <laughs> I do. But he can't think of a single one. There's, <laughs> There's heaps. Look at him frantically. I, I mean, like, what, they've started I, yeah. their musical careers yeah. since 2012. Yes. Yeah, I mean, tons of them that I'd listen to. <laughs> you sound like Scott Morrison. Well, like, what are you, <laughs> tons of them. What do you fucking say? Me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, got, uh, I've got lots what? of examples. They're in I my other pants. <laughs> what, like, do you actually want me to name one? Just one would be good, yeah. Sure. Uh, Nightly. He's, Nightly. He's, Nightly. He's gone for one that we haven't heard of. He's made one up, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, never, he's got Kier on the brain. Well, from, never tell. New Coast. From what I uh, are these real bands? Metallica. Yeah. From, <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> from what I heard from one of the potties that I wasn't on, he loves the June Rats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, is that all we got for off topics? <laughs> yeah. Uh, very quickly, Adam, before the podcast started, yes, you asked how many cats I have petted. Tell me. Sorry? So, I didn't mention this in the review, but in Salt and Sacrifice, there is a cat that is used as a landmark in the hub area, and you can pet it. Amazing. So, I take it back. It's no longer 6.5 out of 10. It's 10 out of 10. Beautiful. Um, Unlucky, Ruiz. But- I started exploring the the first area of the final Guild Wars 2 DLC, and there is a shrine dedicated to cats where you can pat giant cats. I mean, no wonder you're still playing it then. There's yeah, there's exactly. the we've discovered the the mystery. It's all the cats. Did he just re- he he rejigged the score because there was utility to a yep. cat? Yes. Right. Yes. So you're aware that in the uh, shit house game Postal Two. You can screw a cat onto the end of your assault rifle as a silencer. Does that make that a ten out of ten game? No, no. That's a very useful thing to have. No. See, I feel like if you need to to force utility on a cat, you've lost the point of the cat. I was <laughs> talking about ready and willing cats. I'm, I'm more just talking about you know I don't like shoving rods up cats' bums. Okay. Not until they've joined a union. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? Um, okay, let's let's wrap it up there. Um, <laughs> if you want to go in the running to win a pair of EPOS H6 Pro headphones, we're giving away two right now on the website, Twitter, Facebook. Go to go to uh, whichever method you like to enter. Uh, choose the type of headphone that you prefer: closed or open acoustic. Black or white in color, and just tell us your or favorite half and half. gaming soundtrack, and you could be in the running. You can check out Nathan's review on the website as well. Shouts to Epos for running the giveaway through us. Uh, have a good week. Have a good weekend. Take care, and we will see you next time. Watch Deep, Deep Rising. Listen Until to then, Fuzzy. enjoy the great indoors. Mm. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye.